and welcome back to Living Life in My 30s. My name's Zoe and today's episode is called Why It's Important to Consider a Life Without Your Partner. And it does sound kind of sad but I promise you there is light at the end of the tunnel. I decided to do this episode because over the years I've seen breakups and relationships and friendships dwindle as a result of some toxic partnerships. So today I'm talking about staying grounded, making wise decisions and why it's essential to consider a life without your partner for the greater good and for better relationships. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode and if you do, then please do send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com but otherwise, just listen away. joining me everyone and firstly I do want to say about this episode because it does sound kind of you know a bit a bit sad really like you don't want to imagine a life without your partner but what this episode is about is because I am a true romantic right I throw myself head first into relationships. When I'm in love, I'm in love. I can only see that person and it's all rainbows and butterflies when they are around. But as a 30-year-old woman who has had many a boyfriend, I have had lots of boyfriends, and well, I wouldn't be sit- sitting here telling you now that they all ended really well and I wouldn't have made this podcast itself if they had. So basically this is more advice for myself which I hope some people will relate to and hopefully I'll take this forward into more of my dating and relationships moving forward to sort of keep myself grounded and remember that actually you know I need to keep my head above water and remember I am a strong independent lady you know should the worst happen should that person not be in my life anymore for whatever reason so this isn't because they're just a dick this could be you know the worst happens and they aren't on this planet anymore which touch wood I'm touching wood hopefully it's nothing that anyone should have to go through But I think it's healthy for us to think about what the future would be like and actually being able to take control of that and actually making sure that you have put yourself in a comfortable position to actually manage that should that happen. And I want to relate it to you actually, so when I talk about this episode I want to think about a couple of relationships. So one of the relationships I had was entirely all-consuming it was this guy and no one else and certainly we were destined to have a future to some extent and we couldn't because of religion and that's something I found very difficult and letting go of that was really really hard as you may have heard on my toxic relationships episode and certainly at the time because when that breakup was happening I could not fathom a future without this person and so I lost quite a lot of my 
identity I had to build myself up again and build up my independence to struggle with that independence that was thrust upon me that I actually didn't want and it took me years to be able to get back to my mojo really where I really felt comfortable on my own but that was the first real reality check that actually not all relationships end up with marriage babies and you know dying on your deathbed together Romeo and Juliet style and it's funny isn't it because I know that's not the case because you know you look at the stats you look at today's life but I think every single one of us to some extent wants to be swept off our feet and we believe that that person will be our hero and they will be there until our dying day which some people will firmly hold on to that belief and then I think there will be some people who are like me who are that little bit more hesitant from experience Um, that is purely because of the experiences we've had and most recently because you'll have heard on the toxic relationships episode as well is I had a relationship really recently that went so fast I was swept off my feet he was charming he was everything I was looking for and you know we were talking about moving in after six months and future plans he said he wanted to marry me have children and me I was just blown away and completely swept up in this whirlwind relationship and not realizing actually the facade the mask that this person was wearing and therefore when he just disappeared that was even more of a shock in that time of my life like I remember feeling absolutely gobsmacked and not sure how I could trust anyone else again and have the vulnerability with that because someone who'd led me to believe that they wanted a future with me just disappeared like that and so I've had experiences where I wanted to sort of relay why I wanted to do this episode but likewise I've seen friends who've had breakups and gone through whirlwind relationships and some of those have worked so for example my sister so my sister mentioned on uh the episode baby pressure is that her and her partner who who are still happily married although they bicker quite a lot uh that they moved in together after three months so to some people that would be absolute madness why are you moving in after three months shouldn't you wait a bit but actually it's worked out really well for them and that's what I don't want to take away from this episode is because actually and what my sister says is sometimes you know when you know you know and I I hope that's true I you know I I don't know yet but Essentially, from my standpoint, it's you can't help from an outsider's perspective who's not had such good uh, good experiences to be a bit skeptical of those relationships. And I think it is very important to say that when you get to thirties and all above, it's very much normal to have relationships propelled at a 
quicker pace, right? And especially because women potentially have more of a body clock in the sense that they want to speed things up a little bit quicker. It's not always the case, of course, but there is that part of people where you're getting older, you've dated around, you know what you're looking for, and actually people settle down a little bit quicker and decide, yes, this is the person for me, which is great. And if that works, then that's fantastic. But what I don't want to take away is that, you know, by going quick, by, you know, taking the steps that some people would have taken five years to take, you are taking out some of some of that learning about that other person. And so maybe it's more important than ever to protect yourself ever so slightly in terms of your future and your assets that you've built for 30 years. And what do I mean by that? So yeah, I want to I want to talk about how you can picture a life without your partner without taking away the beauty of the relationship you have. And actually it's really hard, isn't it? Because you know, if you're both in this bubble and you both love each other and you've confessed your love, then you have that trust within each other and naturally your lives become intertwined and your ideas mesh. So if you both want a dog, you both go get a dog and if you want a house, you both get a mortgage together. If you want to go on holiday, things like that, you pay money, you do do what you have to do basically and you meet each other's family. But the more and more you do, you become naturally more intertwined. And that's all part of relationships. So, you know, not for one minute am I saying that people shouldn't do that because because that's all part of life and it's all part of partnerships. But I think the reality is, is there are smart decisions underlying that that you can think about that actually can make things a little bit easier should things not go the way they planned. You never know what's going to happen. You never know someone you could have known for 20 years could have had an affair. And that's not saying they will. We want to think about romanticism. But if they do, then how have you protected yourself now to make sure that you are still able to live in the bubble, that live, live life to the full and hope for the best, but you haven't killed your assets in the long run? And well, one of the things I think about is actually, so with mortgages, is make sure that you've got the right finances in place and you've got everything on the deed so that you're able to split up, split that up equally. I mean, for me, I've got my own property right now. Well, I'm buying, but I think about if I was to have a partner... And how would that work if they moved in? Like, would they pay rent? But essentially they wouldn't because they're contributing to the mortgage then. So it becomes a little bit of a hazy place of where do you draw the line? How do you, you know, I don't want to treat my partner like a tenant. It just makes no sense. But I think that's a conversation. It's an adult conversation to have with your partner 
about how each of you can protect your own assets, uh, but actually do the best for both of you moving forward. Because I imagine if, you know, when you get married, it'll become less of an issue because maybe you're going in with a bit more blind faith. But again, you should probably protect yourself at all points. We know that things don't work out. We know that things can go one way or the other. And actually, thinking, making, making those smart financial decisions makes a big difference. So the other one I was thinking about was buying pets, because I really want a dog. And I was thinking about, um, you know, how legally, so if you're sharing a pet with a partner, actually, you need to make sure that the pet is in your name if you want to keep it. Um, that's really important. So people who love their pets, think about who would actually keep the pet in the long run, or if you're going to share custody of your pet. Obviously, with children, it's a lot more different and complicated, so I certainly won't get into that, because once you have children, well, you're stuck with that person forever. So, you know, that one I can't help with you with, I'm afraid. But at the same time, sharing custody of children and being able to manage that, make sure you're choosing the right partner to be able to do that with. Make sure that you can hopefully put it on an amicable level to manage that for the sake of the children. But again, I have no idea how that works and hopefully I never have to experience it. But for those of you going through it, I can imagine the trials and tribulations that it does bring. And okay, so I've talked about sort of physical things. Um, what I wanted to talk about now was more of the building, how do you build trust with someone and dreams, but also make smart decisions? <laughs> because I think a lot of the time people get kind of carried away in these relationships. So people get really excited, people come up with these plans, but actually within that they're forgetting that they need to rein it back in get to know the person emotional vulnerability spend time with this person and certainly this age of life is be aware of the same values you have so make sure you're aligned with what you want in the future for example kids uh whether you want to get married whether you i don't know want to change religion and actually, that's all part of making smart decisions because if you realise you your values don't align, then actually you'll cause yourself a lot of suffering in the long run should you decide to stay with that person. Um, if you think about sometimes those values change, don't they? So someone could want a child and then decide that it's really not for them. And you have to respect that person's decision, as hard as that may be. So if they decide that they don't want to have children anymore, and you really do, well, inevitably, you will have to think of a life without your partner should you want to pursue that. 
And these things happen more regularly than you think. And I know this from friends' experience. I know this from my experience as well. Um, it happens and not because you don't love each other. And that's one of the reasons I feel this is so important to say on this episode. And why this episode is so important overall is because, yes, some of the elements of what I'm talking about is if someone has an affair or someone does something they shouldn't have done or you've just fallen out of love. But sometimes you have to think of a life without your partner for things you can't control. Um, It's just smart to think, actually, how will I manage myself, manage my finances, which are just the foundations of getting you on the stepping stones to recovery, Because on top of the loss, you'll have all this grief. And the last thing you want to be doing is thinking about the financial aspects as well as the heartache. And also the solicitor fees, that kind of thing. And thinking about all the trauma with the friends, family. So how can you make your life easier? And one of the final points I wanted to talk about was how it has baffled me over the years how you know as soon as people get in relationships their hobbies and all their hobbies but their time is all spent around this person and that is normal so I do that too you know I spend a lot of time with my partner but certainly from experience and with the last relationship thank goodness, I was surrounded by a really supportive network of friends. My friends have supported me, not just emotionally, but given me a roof over my head sometimes if I just needed somewhere to go. And so really don't forget your friends because they can be the power tool you need to get you through. But last but not least, And the crux of what this episode is about is that we are independent people. And I have mentioned through being truly independent, there is nothing more important. And you can have a partnership in life who will be that person who you can work things through with. But you are your own person with your own mind. And I want you to continue having that for the rest of your life because you will give value to someone else, yourself, and with whatever happens in the world, you'll be able to make it through on your own. Anyway, I hope you've taken something valuable from this episode today, and if you did, then please do send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com, but otherwise, listen next time.